Oh, mate. Let me adjust that. Let me just fix that up real quick. Ah, oh, yeah. Let me just make... Let me just make... Is everything here? I'm here. I'll listen back to that, making sure it wasn't too loud. I've got to fix this chair as well. It's just a very, it's a, for all things considered, it's a loud environment to record a podcast in because of me. There's all these fucking loose papers everywhere. There's a squeaky ass chair. What's this thing made of? I've got to get a, a shawl, some sort of fabric to put over it. I'm sure I can find something. I'm sure I've got something kicking around. How are ya? Oh, I hope you're doing good. This is in the back of my head podcast. A podcast that I record weekly. Here in my little apartment, all by my lonesome, talking about what's in my head. Um, and what, else, what have we got? I'll tell you this. I'm frustrated. <laughs> I am frustrated, um, but I think my my take on my frustration is uh, it's par for the course. <laughs> when I'm frustrated, when I'm worked up, when I'm uh, agitated, I fiddle with things. I adjust things. I have this little button. I'm sure I've made a point about it before. I have this uh, switch. It's not a button. It's a switch. Jesus Christ! Can I get it right? Um, from a coffee machine. That me, me partner brought for me, and uh, and she said, "Oh, I got you this." And I thought that uh, she got it for me um, because I would turn it into miniature terrain that I would use it for uh, my hobby. Uh, and then I was like, oh, "No, I just like, I just like it. I just think it's a nice switch. I'm gonna keep it as like a basically as a um, fidget device." And I brought that up at one point, and uh, and she said, like, "No, no, I yeah, no, I knew you'd just like that switch." <laughs> I thought, oh, I'm a, I'm a child. <laughs> Same thing fucking happened when um, was it like a couple of Christmas? I feel like it was a couple of Christmases ago, and um, this is pre me getting back into painting miniatures and shit. So I wasn't really like a big hobbyist at that point. I was I played just played video games basically for my downtime. Um, besides making arts and shit. And, uh, and mum got me this, uh, um, MDF laser cut train, um, uh, fucking model slash puzzle type thing, right? You pop out a million fucking pieces and then you put it together. And I was like, oh, God, mum, I'm not going to fucking build this fucking train. What the fuck do you think? What, you think I'm 12? Do you think I'm, and then I clicked the first pieces and, oh, that's quite nice. <laughs> And I just fucking went in hours and hours and hours putting that thing together. And uh, I had a grand old time. I actually think that was probably the trigger that got me back into, like, hobby stuff, physical building things. And, yeah, and um, it was that, that fucking train. And it was cool. It was cool. It was on display for a little while. Now it's tucked away in my cupboard. And I'm probably going to tear it apart at some point for terrain pieces because it's just a bunch of nice little weird shapes. Um. But yeah, uh, funny to <laughs> I think just like uh, uh, I don't r- realize how. Um, pe- yeah, anyway, people know me better than I know myself was the point. <laughs> but um, uh, look, 
doing art and running events and shit like that is, I would say, 80% just organizing other human beings. And it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> as I'm sure I am a nightmare in my own way as well. Uh, I, I'm sure this podcast is its own evidence. Um, but uh, it's quite fucking cooked. Um, just, yeah, fuck it, yeah. It's just insanely frustrating messaging artists and not getting responses, not getting responses. And just like... Uh, yeah, going through 10, 15 artists, uh, try and book in a gig and, uh, and, and just a lot of people don't get back to you. <laughs> Trust me, insane. Um, some don't see it. And so I assume we're in a, we're in a either spam folder somewhere or we're in a, um, uh, a message request box. Um, but others see it and they never, never respond. And I don't understand. I have said before to people um, uh, that, like, I get it for certain artists. <laughs> no, no, I think it's I think it's poor form, right? I think it's poor form. Just respond. Just respond. Um, it is just a, a kind of a, a sign of. <sighs> I get it that like messages uh, can be more daunting for people, right? I'm I am good at that kind of thing of just like quick response, get it out of the way, no worries. I'll just have to sit down and think about it. Um, so that <clears throat> I understand. I'm just gr- having a gripe. Got a gripe. Having a bit of an issue because uh, it does. It frustrates me to no end. I guess especially because it's at this level, right? Because we're just putting these things together for the fun of it, um, in a sense. And uh, that kind of stuff is just very, very tiring. Very, very tiring. Um, and it's the reason why a lot of people become like solo artists and stuff like that. Because like. Fucking putting, you know, keeping bands in check and stuff like that can be a fucking nightmare. Um, try and get people into a room together. And then we all, fuck it, I'll do it myself. Um, it's worth it. It's worth it. Obviously it's worth it. Otherwise I wouldn't, I still wouldn't be, I wouldn't still be doing, doing it. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a hard, that's a, it's a hard one. Cause you want to, you want to show respect as well. And, uh, you want to show respect and be respected. And at the same time, try and have as much patience as humanly possible in these circumstances. Um, uh, but yeah, time is finite and <laughs> respond to emails for fuck's sake. Uh, the, oh, the point I was going to make is uh, when it's people on Instagram who are talking about how much fucking uh, work they're putting in, how much uh, how much grind, how much hustle they're on, and then they don't respond to their messages for a gig. I'm like, even if we are lowballing you like a motherfucker, that's the other. So if we are not offering enough cash, then so be it. But come on, give me a little something. Give me something to work with. Just blank is just then. Then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna find someone else, and then maybe they do respond. Maybe a week later, and say, like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking down for the gig. I was like, wow, well, I fucking already booked now. It's all booked up now. That looks, hey, 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 look, there's, you know, all right, there's, there's, there's many a reason, many a reason, but it frustrates me. It frustrates me, and it frustrates others. I know that. Um. Uh, I was thinking, I was thinking the other day about recording this podcast and um, making art in general. Have I talked about this? Doesn't matter, I'll do it again. Um, and 
I said that I struggled once before because I did this before. I recorded a couple of episodes of a solo podcast a few uh, years ago. Years ago I did it. And um, and I listened back to them and I was like, I think this is good. I think this is good. And then I put it out and uh, I don't think really anyone listened to it. But I realized that at the time I had certain people in mind. I had certain people in mind. Um, sorry, I had to go back and check. Did, have I done this? <laughs> back over old episodes, just scrolling through um, on my website and just going, have I fucking talked about, have I talked about, did I do this exact topic last time? And I don't think so. I think I wrote it down. I think I wrote it down and I didn't actually end up talking about it. Um, <laughs> I don't remember any of these. What are these? Podcasts. Um, when I was doing that, I had certain people in mind uh, for who would listen back, and thought to myself, "Lee, this is no not so good. This is no bueno." And uh, I remember feeling that with um, with my cartoons as well back in the day of like showing certain people. Um, as, I don't know. They may imagine like you're writing some uh, some some music, and then you show your 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 pops or, or your ma, and and um, and they go, oh, that's yeah, it's nice, it's good. I don't I don't get it, I don't get it. I hate that fucking comment. I don't get it. <laughs> um, uh, surely you can see worth of, of, of a thing that that isn't your cup of tea, right? Um, my example for that is like, I, I think I can listen to almost any genre, really. There's not very many that I disagree, I, di- I dislike. Modern country comes to mind, actually. Modern country is a true wasteland of, uh, creativity and honesty. <laughs> the fucking, the, it's such a fucking gross, um, broad brush here, but like just white people from the South taking hip-hop aesthetics or hip-hop sounds, slapping acoustic twangy guitars on top of that, shooting themselves in front... Like, shooting themselves uh, sounds... In the States, that takes a different meaning. Um, Being filmed in front of giant fucking pickup trucks that aren't actually fucking useful as pickup trucks. The Ute enters the chat... And has a fucking, uh, has a, has a song about like, oh, I'm fucking working class. I'm out here in the fucking fields. And, and they just look, uh, so pristine and you got trap, yeah, trap drums on top and shit. It just feels so, ugh, weird stealing of a culture, melding of another culture and, uh, complete fabrication of, of one's life. <laughs> All right. So fuck, fuck modern country, that style of modern, modern country. Um, but yeah, few genres I can't really tolerate, um, as long as they're honest, as long as they're honest, um, I think like metal always, I struggle, I still struggle with metal, I still don't really get around it too much, um, except, uh, I know it has a place, uh, or rather like, I don't know, sorry, I, I understand it's worth because it is honest, it's a very, I think it's a very just like, um, we're gonna make, uh, I don't know. The, the the fan I <laughs> fucking hell mate um no shade to metal not my cup of tea but no shade um but I enjoy it in th- certain areas as well like uh put metal in video games oh yeah baby that that gets me going it gets me pumped it gets me hyped so when someone says I don't get it it's like what do you not understand human emotion just look at the thing and just like oh do they care about this thing then it's worth 
then you can see its value, right? <laughs> um, I remember, I, remember uh, I went to a, to a mate's place to play some video games when I was probably, I would say, like 18, 17, maybe like that. Still in high, yeah, yeah, in high, yeah. So like 17, 18. Oh, I left when I was 17. So it must have been, yeah, 16 or 17. And we were in Melbourne. And um, you know, I went out for the weekend. We played some video games and we had on Queens of the Stone Age. Um, so that was metal and I was into that. Um, but they're a bit more like hard rock rather than, than straight metal. And, um, and, and his sister came in and just said, this isn't even music, um, which I thought was very funny. And it was kind of a comment that you hear you see in comment sections or you or you hear thrown around as like this you know this is what stupid people would say <laughs> to I don't know it just sounds like a parody of itself and I can't believe it came out of someone's mouth I was like <laughs> the fuck are you talking about mate um you can hear the honesty in it so fucking it yeah you can hear its worth it's not even music what was I talking about um so <laughs> um when I have certain people in mind or when I have certain, uh, when I compare what I'm doing, especially, especially with the podcast, when I'm comparing what I'm doing, uh, on here to, uh, other things, that, other podcasts that I might check out or yeah, certain people that I would, I would hang out with. I think to myself that uh, they, they would not like this podcast. And I think that stopped me in the past as I think, um, I can see how this podcast is cringe. <laughs> and I try not, I try really hard uh, in all aspects of my life to not be um, hyperbolic, although I don't know if I succeed, but I try not to be hyperbolic. Uh, I Because I like talking about big uh, sort of grandiose topics a lot. And I like talking about, I like talking about kind of getting into the human nature behind what we what all these things we do creativity or politics or what have you right and, and trying uh, I, I keep using the word soul especially like I use the word soul a lot more uh, in my vocabulary over the past year or so um, because I used to always kind of shy away from such language that as it would seem almost that would seem particularly hyperbolic or it would seem particularly obviously spiritual which I um, have a, I have a, a love-hate relationship with spirituality, um, not being a very spiritual person myself, um, but uh, earlier in my life I was much more critical of such, of such an idea of being spiritual at all, be it religious or more um, esoteric. I'm thinking like you know, your tarot cards or what have you. Um, now I've come around to it more as, an understand, as a way of like, I think humans need. I think humans need something like that, right? I think we need. Um, we need a way to get the brain thinking in a different way to understand the world. That's how I kind of picture tarot, though. I know like some people actually believe tarot has much real mystical power, which fucking God bless them. But uh, I think it's bullshit. But. Uh, that's the same with anything. That's the same with be really. Yeah, if, if anyone's like. Um, says, oh, you're going to burn in hell for not believing in Jesus, then I can say, go fuck yourself. Uh, but if you like, look, religion, uh, I believe it, um, but it's more like a guide for the way I live my life. It's kind of a, it's a lens that I see the world through that enables me to push through, break on through to the other side. 
<laughs> and I think tarot does the same, right? Like you deal some cards out, and for me, that that um, you've got your brain, you got you've got your brain, right? <laughs> and you're you're all jumbled up, you're all fucking, you're all worked up. You got a mess of thoughts in your head, and uh, and you lay down the cards, and then you go, ah, oh, that might connect that to that, and the the you know just kind of reshuffling, reorganizing, um, triggering your brain in ways that maybe you wouldn't have if you hadn't dealt those particular cards. And I think that's a good way of like uh, re-examining your own life, your own mental state at that time. Um, yeah, and so I don't know. I think if spirituality has that kind of place in your life, and that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I think that's probably what this podcast is, is, is for me. That's what the, I think that's the, the, the role it plays for me now. Is um, it's essentially a it's essentially a diary, isn't it? Like essentially, um, me putting down. Uh, that's why it's called in the back of my head. Like I'm trying to get thoughts that are jumbled up. I think you can hear it in this episode that I am frustrated and worked up and scattered. And maybe this is a good place for me to try and reorganize those thoughts and put them into this format. And uh, maybe it would be better suited to just a solo venture that is not put out into the world. Um, but I like to try and string those thoughts into sentences and ideas and <laughs> rants, and some people seem to enjoy it. I, curiously, uh, I get a number of listeners returning every week to listen to my little silly little podcast. Um, and so, hey, I don't know. Uh, that's the kind of the purpose for me, right? Is to, to kind of put it out. Um, but I keep using the word soul a bit more because it is a bit grandiose. It is a bit spiritual. But I can't think of a better fucking way to express um, the true power of human spirit and the way that it connects to almost benign things in reality. Um, I've used it recently. I took it. Watching a video by CJ the X, who inspired a bunch of music of mine recently, and a f- and and kind of a shift in my thinking as well, about taking art much more seriously. But not, I don't want to be hoity-toity or fucking, you know, I don't, I'm not getting a beret anytime soon. But, um, or a uh, black um, uh, turtleneck. Though I think I would look pretty good in a black turtleneck. No, <laughs> my belly's a bit too big at the moment. I think I gotta sort that out first, and then I'll come back. To the turtleneck. What about a girdle? Girdle and a black turtleneck? Isn't that a vibe? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they were talking about um, taking art very, very seriously as it is an expression of your soul. It's an expression of the, your deepest um, form of existence. I think that's... We're not just getting by. We're not just getting by. Humans have a such a absurdly and almost unmeasurable um, depth to them and uh, um, possibility for brilliance and f- emotion um, that is perplexing for what we are. Like just a bunch of fucking apes jumping about, fucking trying to figure out the world, just trying to, basically trying to fucking eat and live, right? <laughs> and yet we look at the world and go, I'm going to turn that into something. I'm going to, I'm going to put a, a, a high rise over there. I'm going to put a, a gallery over here and I'm going to make a bunch of weird art about human existence. And uh, I hope God's up there going, what the fuck are you doing, mate? <laughs> what is that? Why, why, 
Why did um why did you make 444? What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, why did you make the college dropout? You didn't we didn't need to do that. Just uh you guys can just chill out, man. Have some fucking berries. Have a bit of a root and uh go to sleep. Like the rest of the fucking animals. What are you doing? Um so I like to <laughs> I like to talk about I like to try and figure out how the soul connects to everything that we fucking do. Um, which to many a person listening, um, or rather they don't listen, but uh, I imagined them listening in the first run of podcasts that I did back in the day, or most things that I do. <coughs> Same with lyrics that I write. I think about, um, this is a bit fucking, this is a bit hoity-toity now, you already used that, this is a bit, um... Uh, highbrow, this is a bit fucking, um, did you know highbrow? <laughs> a little tangent. Highbrow used to, is, is, a is a very racist term. <laughs> In a, it's like a classic, phrenology, I think it's phrenology, right? When they were measuring the skulls and shit of people. Um, these savages aren't smart because look, their skulls are weird shapes. Um, weird, you can put in quotations because you can read it as just different, um, and also not based on any real science. Um, but highbrow literally meant that, uh, I think it, like, white people had just bigger brows at the time. Uh, I think that's sort of, I don't know, uh, whatever, um, and so they thought, well, white people have bigger brows and um, people that aren't white don't, uh, or at least whoever they were measuring. And so they were like, well, that means our, well, we know that our art is better because we're um, racists. <laughs> um, so we're going to call it highbrow art versus your ugh, gross lowbrow art. Um, anyway, white people being white people are racist motherfuckers. Uh, that back in the day, they did racism real weird. <laughs> real, probably better. Probably better. I think there was um, uh, it's easier to easier to pick, <laughs> easier to pick a fucking racist when they get the they, when they get those weird um weird compass looking things and start measuring skulls. You're like, yeah, that's a racist. We should probably uh, take care of that guy um, rather than the mental gymnastics they have to do um, now. Uh, in order to like, no, I'm not a racist. I'm just little, but whatever. I'm not racist, but obviously is the uh, universal sign that I am deep down a filthy racist. Um, I hate the mental gymnastics. Fucking say it. Fucking own it. Deal with it. I guess they haven't admitted to themselves that in, in their hearts they are racist, uh, and they need to come to terms with that. Start measuring some skulls, and then we can know who you are. We can fucking kick you, kick you in the, kick you in the nuts. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Highbrow art. Making, <laughs> thinking about the stuff that I make is, it seems more, uh, yeah, when I get more into the, um, grandiose, hyper, hy hyperbolic language, and I do think this is a bit cringe, this is a bit much, um, but I've, sh I've tried to shift my thinking, and I actually have very particular mates of mine that uh, I don't think I would tell them uh, directly. <laughs> uh, but they're my compass. They're my compass. And I mean this in a very, very nice way. Like, I, I, like they, um, I think because they're not pretentious. Pretentious is a word I was looking for for some time. <laughs> pretentious. My music uh, and this podcast could be considered quite pretentious. Uh, but I think of 
certain mates who are just very honest and optimistic people um, for the most part. And I think about what they would think while listening to this or listening to my music or just the fact that they're doing it at all. And if I, and if I think they would fuck with it, uh, if they would just be like, this is great, man, this is cool, then it's worth putting out there. Um, so, yeah, I, I especially with this, especially with this podcast, like, because it came about because I was listening to Bill Burr and I just liked the solo f- podcast format. I thought that was really fun. And I like recording co- podcasts and I thought, well, that, I should do that. And it's taken on its own little life and it, it holds a, now a particular, as I mentioned before, it has, it has a particular uh, role now in my life of this ongoing diary and way to try and uh, organize my chaotic brain, especially today. Um but it also came, comes from uh, just lots of conversations I have with people about creativity and, and what have you, and I see the frustration that they are having, and I go, oh, I have that too. I'm going to talk about it because I think hearing it again and again and again and again and again is very necessary. It's like, uh, well, that idea of like, you know, you go to therapy and, oh, now I'm fixed. No, obviously not. Or you start doing some meditation and, oh, I'm at peace now. I'm all done. Um, I'm done. Um, there's no, there is no point when you're, uh, when you've sorted it out. There's no point when you've sorted it out. Um, it's an ongoing thing. I, uh, I think back to, uh, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I've, I've met, uh, I think back to often, um, this scene in, uh, Rick and Morty of all things, um, of, uh, Rick going to family therapy very begrudgingly, and sitting down with the uh, therapist, and the therapist brings up the point that um, the therapy is is uh, maintenance. It is not um, here to fix you. It's um. Though I guess you know it's helped to help help you work through like trauma and, and other shit like that, right? Get through some mental roadblocks, but um, it's an ongoing process. It's an all. It's always an ongoing process. There is no finish. There's no finish line. There's no point when you're done, and um. And I think especially with, with creativity is it is such a personal thing. It is an expression of your soul. It is very deeply, deeply terrifying, both because you're putting out your work uh, not only to the world, which is terrifying because you're, you, you're a social creature. You want to be liked. You want to be seen by other human beings. And uh, you're putting out this work as a way to do that in a sense, right? Like for the most, you know, there's other elements to art, but a big part of it is communication. I am a monkey and I have an idea and I would like you fellow monkey to also have this idea in some capacity and so you create this little song and uh, try and get this idea over to their brains Um, and it's always a poor translation and it's always a poor translation it's impossible to translate your thoughts and emotions to another monkey Um, but it is uh, (laughs) it's a very worthwhile endeavor Um. And, and and then also you uh, yourself are going to be judging your own art. So it's a deeply, deeply terrifying um, thing to do. And it's so at the whim of every other aspect of your life. It's at the whim of your own happiness. It's at the whim of your schedule. It's at the whim of uh, just your general motivation, your chemical imbalances. What did you eat last night? You want to do some vocal takes. Well, did you have some juice before? Because you're going to be phlegmy. A lot of sugar going on in that throat of yours. Come on now. 
you've heard it. You've heard me record podcasts after I eat breakfast. I've stopped doing that because it doesn't work. <laughs> um, it's uh, It takes constant maintenance. It takes constant maintenance to keep on track, like every other aspect of our lives. Um, but it's, it's so scary to think that we are, uh, not, um, uh, where's the word? I was going to say infallible, infallible. Oh, I can't think of the word. Um, I think like deep down, do we all think that we're, we're the one that's like, no, but my intent was good. My intent's always good. Uh, or I'm do or I'm trying my best and we are trying our best, but, um, we're not, yeah, we, there's a lot of work to do. There's always a lot of work to do. Um, uh, <laughs> so I think about my audience in that way. My audience. My audience of all ten of you. All ten of people who fucking listen to this thing. Um, but I do think about... I don't know. I, I'm wor- I worry that it is very high and mighty to think that, like, oh, I have... I have some thoughts and they're worth putting out there into the world because it'll help other people. But um, I think that's worthwhile understand, like trying to understand your value in those kind of social places. Like wh- what is your value um, in, uh, in groups? What is your value in groups like that? Um, I think... I I think that I'm pretty good at uh kind of easing tensions. Um I try and have a bit of a I want to go in with a light-hearted um I want to take these kind of uh, intense topics. Um I want to talk about like politics and I want to talk about the soul and art and creativity and stuff like that, but make it a bit approachable, make it a bit normal. Talk about it as a bit of, I want to be a bit of a dickhead the whole fucking time. I want to have a bit of a a loose tongue and a laid-back attitude because that kind of takes the edge off, doesn't it? Because there's nothing um Here's an example. <laughs> so I went, I did, I spoke about this on the last podcast, and I went to a socialist meeting, and I had a grand time. Really good time, actually. It was actually really, really good overall. But it did um, remind me of that exact thing, of that, like, this is very intense. And which it is very intense, because you're talking about um, intense uh, politics, uh, especially this was in relation to um, the crisis in Palestine. Um, uh, and th- they are very intense topics. However, also the way it's spoken about can be very off-putting to certain people. I'm well, uh, I'm in it, you know? <laughs> I was thinking about that while I was sitting there. I was like, I, I'm here and I've been consuming so much media around this that I am well prepared for this kind of shit. And I have, I think I actually have, like, uh, immense patience for uh, people's bullshit. <laughs> um, I kind of just, like, watch it and just, like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting how you're talking like that. That's uh, quite fascinating. I want to kind of poke and prod and, like, see where that goes. Uh, and, and, and no qualms with the people that are doing that. Because, again, like, it, I get that it is a very intense uh, thing. Um, but we've all met like a, an artist uh, or, or someone similar who's just really intense about their stuff, really intense about art, really intense about what they're doing, especially. Um, 
and get real. And, and it's a classic fucking trope of the. Uh, I, mean, I made the joke about the fucking beret and the turtleneck. You know, the idea of like the gallery owner who, who like, no, oh, that's drivel. That's it's it's um. I don't know the fucking terminology. Um, <clears throat> they're insufferable, are they not? Obviously, I think as a society we've decided that like those people are yeah, absolutely insufferable. Um, but what they're talking about is really important and what they're talking about is worth, um, giving all the time and all the emotion too, as well. Like, I don't want to, I also don't want to go into anything like this and, uh, belittle or, um, or, oh, what's the fucking word that I'm looking for? Demean in any way? Like, take any of the worth away from it. Rather, I actually find, like, giving it that, um, more lighthearted, more just approachable, approach <laughs> is um giving it the credibility it deserves of like this is for everyone this is for everyone let's all get around this and enjoy this um as much as we can because it's all it's for everybody it's for the people <laughs> you can't fucking put fine art behind a uh, a um uh, a red rope and uh, and and not show it up to the world um I think it's good to to try and yeah ease that tension, be a bit silly and be a bit um, just down to earth, and, and maybe I fail at it. I might I might fail at it, but that's sort of um, my I've thought about yeah I don't know obviously I think about that and think about like is that I think I'm hoping that that's sort of my worth that I can kind of give that to these spaces. It's my, it's how I feel about, um, the vibe union in general and like our poetry scene, you know, what we do at poetry, I think is the reason I think it's so successful is because me and Jason cannot do hyperbole. We cannot act like we are mightier than thou, uh, or with any of this. We are just couple of dudes fucking doing poetry and a lot of people come through and go oh, I didn't actually know if I was going to read tonight but this space is so lovely that I might that's cool and there's others there are other poetry nights that do similar things like that but uh, I think we are really fucking good at that shit um and I hope other people feel like they they can find their own uh, version of that. Be it the same, um, maybe you can do the same. But like some people are natural carers that they offer a lot of space for other people, and um, and that's deeply important and um, hopefully fulfilling. I think that's the other thing. Like find your worth and value, but also uh, make sure it's it's fulfilling and not draining for you. I find this endlessly entertaining, <laughs> taking the piss and trying to make things a little bit more silly and approachable. Um, but, uh, I, I think I actually do have like a lot of, I, I do have space for people. I've been in that position where I offer to basically care for them in a mental capacity, just sitting and listening and like, I've been at several times in my life, the person that someone calls at three in the morning when they're like, I'm going to, fuck, even I, I'm going to hurt myself. I've had that um, before and, I, and I've and i had to talk people through that a little bit or yeah, just try and calm them down. Um, and deeply draining, deeply exhausting, um, as important that as that is, obviously, but it's definitely not something that I can do. Um, consistently all of the time I would become more detrimental to that cause than than anything um 
And so, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. People, some people who are like, uh, who are just the life of the party, the energy, the ones who need to pick up the room and, and carry it forward. That's cool as fuck. I, I, I like those, I like that energy. And um, it's it's deeply um, uh, exhausting for me to be around sometimes. But I also really respect that that, that role needs to be held. And uh, yeah, I admire people who, who, can, who can do that. Um, Jesus, yeah, what the fuck am I talking about? Um, look, the music's coming up on my thing. I'm probably going to end it there. The fuck did I talk about today? My energy's all over the shop. Um, I hope some of that was interesting or some of that was sort of helpful to you in any way. Um, this has been in the back of my head podcast. Message me if I said something stupid. Message me if I said something that you were like, mm, yeah, I like that. No, I needed to hear that today. Uh, hit me up. Um, I like to, I just like, I need, I don't need, but I would like feedback on these episodes. Um, it's always good. It's mot- it's very motivating. And, um, well, I guess actually, as I, as I mentioned, like I have people in mind when I talk about these kind of things, uh, of like, who would want to hear that or who would not cringe at me saying that? Um, and having more people uh, message me and say, oh, yeah, well, actually, I really like that, um, does help me uh, continue to understand if there's any value in doing this little tiny podcast. That's been the episode, you big dickheads. Uh, have a lovely weekend. If you, uh, hey, you go to the 86 Festival. That's what I'm doing. It's going to be fucking sick. The 86 Festival, giant festival all along the 86 Tramline High Street. Every venue and cafe is going to be open and doing live music. It's fucking cool. I'm excited. Um, I don't know why I'm plugging that. It's just, I'm just, I think it's, I think it's cool. It's going to be weird though, isn't it? Like how, you're just going to miss. <laughs> you know the problem with going to big festivals? Not that I go to big festivals because I fucking hate crowds and dirt. Um, and loud noises. Um, but another issue is like, uh, how many fucking stages are there? And you go, I'm going to see this band. You're not going to see that band. There's no fucking chance. And, you know, you're going to miss somebody. You're going to miss somebody that you wanted to see. And so the 86 festival, though, it's going to be fun and exciting is also like, let's turn that problem up a thousand percent. <laughs> Here's all these venues and all these bands and you can see maybe three shows. Have a good weekend, you big dickheads. I love you very, 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 very much. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 Okay, bye.